Welcome to the Dub Web Fest show. I'm Sebastian Stevenson. Today I'm joined by Trevor O'Neill, director of the Garda series. Trevor joined us by Skype. And Trevor, what is the Garda series? The Garda series, in short, is about two Gardaí in rural Ireland who are a little bit bored and are kind of always looking for things to do. And they tend to biggie up any little thing as into a big thing to try and make themselves seem more important than their job, more kind of, you know, dangerous. It's kind of a, like a lighthearted kind of approach to comedy about guards. And it's focused around the two main characters, but there are other guards in the series, which hopefully in future we develop their characters more. It's mockumentary style, so it connects with the characters sort of on a more personal level where you can get a word in on their inner thoughts it's based in rural ireland it's playing on that whole irish humor thing that whole kind of approach to things one of the mottos is she's fierce threatening out there you know the guards are always saying but they do come across some kind of intense situations you know if you want to call it that another one is like keep our country you know you have to keep our country out there so it's that kind of a thing it's it's very irish as much as it is about guards i would say well, where did the idea come from then? Is it, it, do you think that there's just an initial perception amongst Irish people that the Guardi is like a bit like the Irish Army, a sort of a jokey kind of force or authority? Or where do you think the idea, where did your idea come from making this web series anyway? I think the idea simply came from really my experience of the, maybe my own experience of the guards and my own experience of the country. And I think maybe it could have been inspired by Father Ted and inspired by the likes of Hardy Books, which two comedies that I love. And it originally started out as a sketch. It wasn't really meant to be a series. As, you know, things go, they kind of gain momentum and kind of you have an idea and you go, right, great. And I'm going to get the lads together. It kind of started off when I met Brendan Sheen. I, I always had the idea in my head to do uh, Garda sketches, never so much a series. I always thought that was, you know, beyond me a little bit. I met Brendan. I was like, God, he reminds me of a guard who probably chased me for throwing a snowball or something at a Garda car when I was younger. Just the height of him, <laughs> that port leash accent, you know. And, you know, Brendan's a cool guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's gas like as well. And I thought, you know, jeez be gas as a guard you know fair play to him because the two guys were thrown in the deep end i don't know how many times in the freezing cold sometimes doing improv and i'd be like right lads come on we're doing a sketch where's the script Trev? no script come on we gotta go so it started off the pilot was supposed to be a sketch so i said let's make it a pilot and this the day went so well everybody just went what the fuck we had the best crack it wasn't even a shoot it was just so funny like we, we could have just kept shooting all day i thought it was important that i based everything we ever did off that formula to retain that somehow like this it was scripted but my goal was to go right with that day i want to recreate that day i want to um stick with that and that was of course the lads just getting a call out about some fella who was gone a bit mad and it turns out he was gone mad because there's nothing on the telly anymore <laughs> and, and of course it was introducing the guards and the guards are kind of like you know we're like gladiators you know out here it can be fierce threatening you know it's like you know instead we've cowboys instead of scumbags and stuff like that and you know you always see police shows are quite dangerous and dark and this kind of thing but like country ireland a couple of guards i thought nobody else has done it why not give it a crack and uh you can it, it's not just about guards it's just about it's about really a community i'd love to see it go towards like it's about a multitude of different characters like 
and just from the perspective of guards, which you'd rarely get kind of get to see, I suppose. I mean, there's not a lot of besides Red Rock and maybe the sketches done with the Unbelievables and Savage Eye. There's not a huge amount of kind of stuff that looks from the inner world of guards, and I would rather look at it more as a series, characters. And as a story, as an ongoing story, as just a sort of a sketch-based thing, which is why I made the six episodes online. Mm. Right, writing a lot more as well. Hope I'm not answering too many of your questions here, but I'm kind of just no. Going. It's all right. You're giving me a lot more questions, and one I want to ask is um, about the kind of I suppose the humor of it, and I suppose the approach to being what it is to be a country Irishman. It kind of does play across this notion that like there is a sort of a a simple but somehow dece- mischievous. Irish country person that kind of is some simple but also simultaneously kind of manipulative but more sophisticated than, than might first appear that seems to be kind of where a lot of the humor might come from just from watching the first few episodes that's the one thing that just struck me I don't know if you'd have anything to say about that or if anything to follow up on that yeah and in terms of their the, the kind of country persona it, I, I, I find in my experience like the show I, I kind of love country people i love their way of life i love their way of thinking some of the most funniest most sharpest most wittiest people and you can't pull the wool over their eyes you know and i thought like in a way in the garda series they come across a little bit silly a little bit innocent in a way because mm. you kind of see them guards you know and guards have their their duty and their job and they have to do their their that kind of thing and they take it seriously so you know all the kind of things that comes with the conditioning of being a guard but in in this form the kind of the community kind of supports them and for the most part mm-hmm. but that that kind of country humor is essential and in my experience there it, it, that's kind of what motivates the show uh, for me is the uh is that element the celebration Irish. yeah i think and of course like i mean i'm not just keep it's, it's not just about irish you know people and personas like there's going to be uh for modern writing there's different kinds of characters you know polish characters and, and different kind of nationalities will come in in the future uh so it's just it's about modern ireland but it, it's playing it it's it's looking at taking away from the city taking away from the suburbia setting and going into more uh, the country setting and it's about kind of <laughs> just you know at, at its core two guards are really just trying to make their job seem more important and seem more dangerous than it is in a way and they're just two people trying to impress you but you really get a feel for who they are as people and where they come from and that kind of a thing which i do, which in my experience i don't think online I have seen or on TV I've seen so far. Of course you you look at like a lot of old shows. I don't know if it's Killing Scully or whatever these kinds of things which which these were shows certainly don't fought or dead. Mm-hmm. Of course. But um yeah, the life of a guard I th- and mockumentary the element that the style of shooting is uh, an essential ingredient in all of that. Definitely. Uh, because it it, it it keeps a sort of a natural feel and flow to things like it's sort of a live events like you're kind of there rather than that tv sleek feel you know yeah uh, which which gives it it also gives us a lot more room for improv and for stuff to randomly come up as well this is quite a challenge to shoot actually let's talk about some of the web series you've done previously towards this you've mentioned drama town and you've, there's another one as well that you have as well maybe you could talk about those 
Yes, Drama Town was a we, seven episodes we got done in the end. That was my original baby, and I miss it terribly. I really, really love Drama Town, and I think I, I think I'll definitely definitely resurrect it at least finish it in some way we that was you can see the obvious progression from the first episode to the seventh episode the thing is there was lack of structure there i never you i never actually put a package together to pitch that for television which is something that i should do but um Mm-hmm. kind of left it there whereas with Garda series I did put a package together and we got shortlisted for RTE Storyland uh, which was a huge achievement you know and we, w- once we got we, we got to the interview stage and you know and they were very impressed with the project but you know we're just a couple of guys with a camera you know and me and Crone and Cree were in the interview going what, what are we gonna do we just found out we're shortlisted for RTE Storyland we didn't expect it you know and we were just kind of like together going out of the fact that we approach this and we go into a room with four people, <laughs> you know, and they're all TV people. But we sold it well and they were very impressed. We weren't an official sort of company, you know. We Like, that's usually the kind of big companies that go with that. But um, back to my original point, which I kind of lost. Uh, was that was Drama that Town? Drama Town. <laughs> uh, Garda series was going off. And everything that I learned from the mistakes with Drama Town, I did better with Garda series. Garda series had structure. It had the right kind of amount of time per episode in terms of a web content. Garda, uh, Drama Town uh, had lack of structure. It was full of great ideas, full of passion, and a huge amount of work. There was almost too little work done in some episodes and too much work done in other episodes because the first episode was like seven minutes, the final episode was like 50 minutes if you include the credits. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just amazing what we achieved and it was so much fun. It's very raw, you know, it's like uh, over 18s kind of stuff, a lot of language. I think that's because nobody knew their lines so they're effing and being in between lines the whole time, you know. Improvising. <laughs> yeah, for the moment, it was scripted. I think they just yeah, go, okay. I think that was kind of a bad habit I gave everyone. Mm. We met a lot of cool people. Mm. Everyone threw themselves in the deep end. There was no rehearsals. Like, you know, the Garda series had no rehearsals, you know, mm. like everyone was just thrown in the deep end, you know. You just, it means that you spend a lot more time on set kind of getting takes done. You know, I wouldn't, re- I recommend definitely rehearsals if you can do them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was with Mates, you know, Drama Town. And it was just, it was very, it has a special place in my heart because with Mates, you just have, you have this understanding that's already there, this foundation. Somebody says something and they go, yeah, I get you. And all those lads, all your friends, God, it's amazing the talents you find right beside you if people are willing to yeah. actually do it, which everyone was. Well, some of my best friends would just go, yeah. Who never acted before would just hop in. I remember my friend Stewie playing a drug dealer called Hawkeye. <laughs> you know, if you go to the Drama Town page, you'll see his bloopers. I think that's the first video that's up there. And all the bloopers of Drama Town are up there as well. Actually, those videos I planned on restructuring. I have to put them back up. But yeah, Drama Town was a, uh, as a special one. That taught me everything that prepared me for the Garda series. There's one question I just want to ask. Now, it's interesting, I, I didn't realize it was improvised up until this one particular scene, I think in episode four, where you have your, I suppose, kind of guy who was went into a l- lunacy uh, when there was nothing on Irish television, and then he was <laughs> in a pub, and he was kind of going on a rant about the price of drink, and I think it was a publican beside him. <laughs> and was that publican just... D- was that intentional that he laughed towards it or is it just that he broke kind of whatever he was supposed to be doing yeah that's that's paddy swan the famous paddy swan who owns the pub I paddy see. swan's pub guys best pub in the ah 
beautiful pub. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was Mr. Paddy Swan. Uh, he just, I just said, get Paddy out here. We had a scene planned in mind and it was an interview takeaway. So it's kind of, you know, the way it's sort of a cutaway scene where somebody's giving their thoughts to the camera. So it wouldn't be hilarious to have Martin in the background who who plays Colin in the series, mm-hmm. the kind of the town, crazy town, mad fella at the town. And... Paddy's just sitting there while he's shouting at him the price of points and he's really the owner of the pub and uh, now he's just breaking his shit laughing. He's in the Garden music video as well. We did dancing with a guitar, holding a guitar. God, we threw that poor fella in the deep end a couple of times. He didn't want to be on camera, but we forced him. <laughs> <laughs> is he, and how is he pleased with the results? Or Yeah, he's the real deal, Paddy. Yeah. He's, that, he's the real uh, deal. He's one of those country, true country men, you know. And and it came true. That's the thing. It's it's the whole collective community effort that you go, hey, you know, I want a scene with a horse. And someone will, if you just ask, he shall receive. Someone will have a horse, you know, within reason. I think that that's sometimes that's how I worked my scenes. I, I worked my, I'd see something random and I'd make a scene around that rather than make my scenes and then have to source. You know, sometimes the story would be made before I would start making it, if that makes any sense, not to get too deep and introspective, but it would happen like that. So it's good to stay open to maybe what the environment and what omens and the universe is almost saying to you. And you go, okay, let's work around this. I remember I met those people at Comic-Con with it, I, I, who had a Predator and Transformer costume. I didn't sit there and go, I'm going to write a scene with a Predator and Transformer at the, at the start of episode seven of Dramatown that's not how it worked i met these guys and i worked out that scene as a dream sequence and man that scene like was just it caused such a it became quite popular you know mm-hmm. it's at the start of drama town episode seven the special effects done on it were really good we went all out for that one scene so we could have a kick-ass start to episode seven <laughs> yeah all right and uh, well then do you kind of leave some space for chance then is that's what it kind of sounds like from here like in in a not out of laziness but just to see what kind of magic can come up on the day um absolutely i think yeah i think i have to with this kind of series i try to encourage that not everyone likes improv a lot of people like to know that they can arrive with lines and structure and organization and stuff like that. And to a degree, I think you have to have 50-50. I think I have my plan and I have my lines and my ideas. And that's usually, most of the time, everything that I script really ends up working better than the things that I don't script, to be honest. Whereas a lot of people think, you know, there's some genius things that come off the cuff. When you look at our biggest sketches, like the water meters and um, different things. It's 50-50 always. It's genius lines here and there by the lads. And then a little bit of script and a little bit of organization, a little bit of me telling them what lines to say. So I think that's important to have a bit of both so the actors have something to fall back on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, and what are you uh, working on at the minute? I am working on actually developing my own sort of, I'm working hard on a lot of shoots that I'm on as an actor, really developing that uh, heavily in my showreel. I do corporate videos and I am working on several sketches and uh, a sketch for Halloween, actually. We have one coming up. Uh, oh, cool idea for that. And the I have completed a TV pitch, but, you know, I mean, look, you got to, you're kind of, I'm kind of utilizing all avenues that I can, you know, at this time. And of course, we're in the Dublin Wellfest, which under the category of comedy, which we are absolutely over the moon about. 
I just want to say thanks to Miguel, you know, and all the team there who kind of gave us this opportunity. I hope he hears this part of the interview, or at least you can tell him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can see the passion through that guy and through them all. They're really passionate about it. And he's right in what he says that you watch more videos on the internet than you do on TV. TV is is kind of now on the web. Everything, all my TV shows, I watch on my computer now, you know, and then I find myself on Facebook watching a lot of online content as well. Mm. But if, if funding can be directed towards web series that are like 10 minutes to watch rather than, so you can watch your lunch break rather than a 25 minute episode. I think that that's something that the industry in the future hopefully and should take seriously. And uh, especially if it's a good idea and it's a unique content, like the Garda series could end up continuing online if we get funding in that way or sponsorship, which I haven't even looked into, you know, I'm just so busy. Or it goes to TV, I don't know. It's interesting, Uh, I don't know where it's all gonna go right now, you know? Trevor O'Neill, director of the Garda series, thank you for joining us on this edition of the Dub Web Fest show. Uh, just before I go, thanks very much to all the team at Dublin Web Fest, yourself, Sebastian, for the interview, and all of the actors and all the cast and crew and all the extras and everyone who put their all their work into the Garda series. I never really got to thank everyone as a whole. So thank you so much, everyone, and uh, uh, looking forward to Dublin Web Fest. Cheers. Thank you, Trevor. Follow us on SoundCloud and iTunes for the latest episodes as they come out. Keep up with the festival on Facebook and Twitter and the web series scene around the world. Search for Dub Web Fest. Check out DublinWebFest.com to find out more information about the festival happening this November. And in the lead up to the first Dub Web Fest, we're going weekly till the week of the festival. Our next guest is the writer of Paddy Angerman, another great Irish comedy worth watching before our interview. So see you next week.